1: My name's Scott, um, I'm feeling a bit ropey today actually, I've been struck sh- um, down by this dreaded virus that's going around, don't worry it's not Covid, um, but here I am to talk about the, the Brighton Spurs game, um, I'm from the website wearebrighton.com and you can find us on Twitter at wearebrighton, on Facebook at wearebrighton and on Instagram where we went for something a little bit different by using the username at we underscore r underscore Brighton because someone else had basically taken the normal handle that we use. What have you made of your season so far? Who have been your standout players? It's been a great season so far, no complaints, you can't really moan about anything when you sit fourth in the Premier League. The one concern that we might have is that we were in a similar position last October, start of last October, and then we didn't win another game for three months until Boxing Day. if we can avoid a run like that then you know fantastic but at the end of the day i think the aim for brighton is is, is little baby steps really we're, we're still establish, establishing ourselves in the premier league and if a successful season for us would be eclipsing last season's ninth place finish getting more points on the board and, and looking to move up and become you know a really solid top 10 side in terms of standout players it's well, it's quite hard to pick to be honest. DeAndre trossard has been in the headlines recently, obviously a hat trick at Anfield tends to do that. He's scored nine in thirteen now, I think, having got nine in twenty months before that. Um what's happened there? Well, it, it took Grand Potter quite a while to realise that Trossard's you know, better he's better coming off the wing, left wing putting inside, which is where he's been playing for Belgium. He got moved out there for the Arsenal game in April, which we won two one. And Since then, we've we've been absolutely outrageous. We've only lost two Premier League games, one to Manchester City, to be expected. Another against Fulham, which you might think is weird, but we tend to be pretty crap against Fulham, so that also wasn't particularly unexpected. Um, other standout players, you, you'd have to say Danny Welbeck's been absolutely superb. Probably seems a bit weird to nominate a, a centre forward who hasn't scored a goal so far, but what he does for the team is it's very underrated. He stretches play, he, he brings others in, he creates space for Drossard which is one of the reasons why trossard has been in such good form because it's coincided with getting Welbeck fit and I guess we need to mention Moises Casado as well because he's been superb. Um, Liverpool interested for 45 million Man United want to sign him. Um, he's basically the, the Basuma sort of replacement. They're, they're slightly different players. Which is why Brighton fans felt confident that we could sell Batuma in the summer and not be too unduly impacted by it, because there was a, another cab waiting on the rank. If you were um, Graham Potter said before he uh it up- to Chelsea that forty-five million pounds might buy one of my, one of Casado's boots. So hopefully he'll remember that when he inevitably comes in with an offer from Chelsea at some point in the next few months, and you know that's another important thing for us, making sure we're not cherry-picked by Potter, because there's every chance that might happen, and if it does, it's back to square one, and that would be, be disappointing, really. Have you been pleased with performances this season? Yeah, absolutely no complaints. I don't see, as I said earlier, I don't see how you can moan about Brighton being fourth in the Premier League. We've we've gone to Manchester United, we've outplayed them, and we've won at Old Trafford. We've gone to Anfield, and, you know, we could have been four five nil up in in 15 minutes on, on saturday it was absolutely outrageous I've i've never quite seen anything like it the key test will be because we've always tended to do well against the better sides playing a bit more on the counter um where we don't have to dictate the game where we're not challenged to break down teams the challenge will come when we do take on the the so-called i would not call them lesser teams because you know we we're in that same sort of bracket but the sides who will come and defend that the amateurs try and take a point that'll be the challenge if we can because if we can start doing that, if we can start winning more home games, if we can start breaking down teams who know that Brighton struggle to, to find a way through, then the sky really is limit this season. It's it's so exciting to be a to be an Albion fan at the moment. Going into this game, Brighton a fourth and Spurs are third. Are you surprised by the two sides good start? Um, I'm a little surprised about Brighton. There was a a statistic that a lot of us read in the summer whereby most teams who finish in the top 10 for the first time then fall away the following season and end up in a relegation battle. Um, we saw it with Leeds. We've seen it with Sheffield United who ultimately went down. It's, it's happened to Burnley. Southampton in the past. Stephen Everton were you know, challenged at the right end before falling away. Um, so there was always that risk that we would suffer a second season syndrome of sorts. So far, so good though. it's it's carried on from where we left off then that is that's that's good news for the season ahead because like i said earlier the ultimate aim is is not to be relegated it's to become established in the premier league i'm not really surprised about Spurs' start i to be honest i think got one of the best managers in the world at the helm you've just got to trust what he's doing and it it will take time you know when a, when a new guy comes in with new ideas there's no no quick fix really that's where i think brighton is slightly different to the rest of the premier league in that it took Graham Potter the best part of two and a half years before we started seeing results week in, week out from what he was trying to do. No other club in the in the country gives a manager that sort of time. You know, if if any other if Potter was at any other club and oversaw six consecutive defeats or runs of three months without a win or three months without a goal at the Amex, he's fired. Which. You know, you'd hope that some Premier League clubs would look at Brighton and say, oh, hang on a minute, you know, if, if we give someone a chance and give them a bit of time and a bit of stability, then that's how you do something long term. Obviously, it's a different world at the top of the Premier League where you've got, you know, fans demand trophies and Champions League football and so much money. But yeah, I think if you give Conte time, he's, he's going to be probably, you know, it could be one of the best managers Spurs have ever had. Uh, pleased with the transfer window. Yeah, um, it was a bit of a funny transfer window, really, because we obviously sold Mesuma to you guys. We then unexpectedly got an offer from Mark Agreller for sixty million, which you can't really turn down when you know the club made a loss of fifty-two million the year before. That puts the bank balance straight back into the back, doesn't it? It's it's a no-brainer to sell when someone's offering that sort of crazy money. Um, from the outside looking in, we didn't necessarily replace those players. We signed Pervez Stupinan, who's coming for Cucurella, but other than that, it's been a very, very quiet window. And a lot of, you know, people on the outside might have looked at that and thought, "What are Brighton doing? How can they sell, you know, two of their best players? Right white went the year before? So effectively, three of your best players in the space of a year, and, and not replace any of them." But that's that's testament to the setup, really, whereby the club sign young players from abroad, they then file them out on loan, they get them ready for first-team football so that when one of those big sales does happen, there's always somebody ready and waiting to step in. We've seen it with Suma being replaced by Casado, McAllister stepped up as well. It's it's a seamless sort of transition where you when you support Brighton, you don't look at transfer window for the immediate um, sort of what's happening now. The players that we signed in this window won't make an immediate impact they'll come into it sort of three or four years down the line and you know it's just long-term strategy it's it's quite an exciting way to run a football club really uh, thoughts on potter leaving i think we're all a bit surprised not that grand potter left because he was always going to go to a, a bigger and better club at some point but more with the timing of it really because you know <laughs> In April, before we played Arsenal and Spurs in back-to-back away games, we'd we'd lost six games in a row. We had we'd scored one goal in seven. Just drawn nil-nil at home to an absolutely shocking Norwich side. And you think if the Chelsea job had been available, then would they have come in for him? No, obviously not. So they seem to have based the appointment on effectively. 13, 14, 15 games of Premier League football where we've been really, really good since mid-April, which is why it's a surprise that, that the opportunity came up. Um, I don't think anyone could begrudge him going, to be honest. If someone offers you £60 million a year over five years, you know, that's, you're, you're going to be very, very rich. Even if you last six months, the payoff's going to be absolutely huge. And it's sort of, in a way, though, it's... It's just been business as usual, really, because he's gone. Tony Bloom is quite well known for having his, his famous manager's list, whereby the club always have a list of four or five managers who they want to appoint as their as the next guy in charge, basically, to say, in the in the event something like this happens, as soon as Potter goes, Bloom knows, right, bang, that's the guy we want. So, Roberto Deserve is coming. He, he's a little bit different to Potter in that he's, he's much more attack-minded and you can see that at... At Liverpool, really, where we blew them away in the first 15 minutes, and I think that will excite fans because one of the biggest criticisms of Potter was that for all the possession football, and you know, it was very, very safe and, and risk averse. That's why we didn't, that's why we went from January until April without scoring a goal at the Amets. You know, it's, it, it seemed at times like he was more concerned about keeping the ball and scoring goals. That is the complete opposite to this guy who. Just seems to be all out attack, 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 and I think that's going to be a refreshing page. It's risky, obviously, because we saw at Liverpool there was one point where we we're in Liverpool's half and he was waving the back three 20 yards forward into further into Liverpool half. And you know to do that at Anfield where you can be picked up on the on the break by the likes of Salah and Mane is pretty kamikaze, to be honest. But you know it worked. We have got a point at Anfield. We'll see how it how it fares against Spurs, but it's certainly different to what we're used to and I think there's a, a lot of excitement about the appointment. Certainly I can't remember being this excited about a new manager since since uh, Gus Poirier took over and that worked out pretty well because within 18 months we were League One champions. So, Not that I'm saying we're going to win the Premier League or anything. What have you made of Tottenham so far and your thoughts on Conte? Um, like I said earlier, I think Conte is a, a world-class manager and Spurs were very, very lucky to have him. It's just, he needs time though. I mean, that's what it takes. He's, he has a certain way of playing, doesn't he? It's very fast paced, very frenetic, and that is probably a world away from what this Spurs squad are used to and, and these players are used to. And when you have such an overhaul in style, oh, it, it, it does take time. We saw that with from going from Chris Hutton to Graham Potter. You know, the results weren't immediate. There were some good moments, there were some bad moments, but we stuck with Potter through the good moments, through the bad moments even. And we've got a reward with some pretty good moments further down the line. So it just depends really if if Spurs have got the patience to keep going with it, or do you, you know, make another managerial change, go for a different style again and and start from square one? Because surely there's only so many times that you can keep saying this isn't working and trying a different blueprint. You've got to give you these things time. Your favourite moment, Brighton versus Spurs. I suppose an obvious choice would be Trossard's last minute winner at Spurs in April because you know, that was the, we beat Arsenal the week before, we then came to the came up to Spurs and, and won there and that was the start of this really, really good run which ultimately led to Chelsea buying our manager and, and us being in a Champions League place at the current at the moment in time. But I think for me it would be the, the 3-0 win at the Amex back in October 2019 because it was it was Potter's first win, and it was at that point in time we hadn't really outclassed any of the, you know, the European Super League elite six, as you call yourselves. So we'd scraped one 0 wins over United and you know over Arsenal, but we'd never actually gone toe to toe and completely hammered uh, a big side. And to, to see Brighton play football like that was fantastic. Um, obviously Aaron Connolly scored twice, and we all thought, God, here we go. It's the that is coming of the Irish Christ, and that hasn't quite worked out because since then he's been involved in sort of more off the pitch headlines with his Love Island girlfriend and doing God knows what. Um, than he has scored Premier League goals, and you know it's, it's a shame that if he, you know, when he inevitably, if he inevitably ends up dropping down the leagues and being one of those, you know, quiz question on question of sport or something, he'll always have that moment and. It, it will be one of those moments where we look at it and we think, you know, that was a staging point in our journey to becoming a, a proper, proper Premier League side. Uh, team prediction. I don't think you go to Anfield and play Liverpool for large parts to come away from a, with a three-all draw and then start changing your team really. So, I would expect us to be be unchanged from last week. Um, what that means is it's going to be bold, brave attacking football and, you know, having seen some of Spurs' defending this season, I fancy us to get quite a few goals, to be honest, but having seen our three centre-backs stood 20 yards in Liverpool half and knowing that Harry Kane has such a good record against Brighton, I could see Spurs getting a few as well. <laughs> um, excuse me. That's the old, uh, the old cold. So, score prediction, God knows it, it could be sick two. to be honest. It's... I'd go for a score draw, so it's definitely one to put on your on your coupon if you if you did a little with pools. Um Two or maybe? We haven't had a draw for one, have we? So why not? We must be G1. Which do you think Brighton Spurs will finish at the end of the season? I think this is going to be a bit of a strange season because of the, the Human Rights World Cup shoved right in the middle of it. Who knows what impact that's going to have? Um, from a Brighton point of view, I think it could be seriously beneficial for us because we don't have too many players, not by the standards of you know your cities or your, your Liverpools or even your Spurs, who are going to be on international duty and that basically gives the new manager a little four-week mini pre-season in the middle to get his ideas across. Um, interestingly from Brighton, the, the intensity with which the manager wants to play is going to require fitness levels which I don't think the players have at the minute. You, you give them four weeks under his management with no games, and all of a sudden we could be flying in the second half. In terms of where I think we'll finish, um, I think we've got it in us to be top ten. Obviously, the dream would be Europa Conference and Thursday nights in Kazakhstan, and I'm not entirely sure how to explain that to the misses yet, but we'll cross that bridge hopefully when we get to it. And but like I said earlier, anything above ninth is is a good season for us. As for Spurs. Um, it's, I mean, the title's done, isn't it? You can kiss that goodbye. City are just absolutely outrageous and no-one's going to get close to them. Liverpool, floundering, United being rebuilt. Will Arsenal last the distance? Probably at the best of the rest at the minute. I think mean, if Potter at is anything like with us, they're going to have difficult moments because the players will take time to adapt what he wants to do. So, you know, anything after Man City is, is up for grabs, really. It, I mean, it could be between Arsenal and Spurs for the for runners-up spot. I do not expect you to get in the top four to be honest and surely that's a good season as well because right now it's going to take some sort of freak natural disaster to stop City winning the title for the next five or six years unfortunately but that's what happens when you let loads of oil money into your league isn't it really?
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you and we're here for you and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions plus board certified safety consultants here to answer your questions call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery